Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. This episode is a special one. I always dreamt of taking this podcast global and interviewing nail techs that I admire from all around the world and Lily Taylor is up there for me. I literally love them and everything they're about and once I recorded this podcast my cup just felt so full. I was just beaming from ear to ear. There is so much content in this episode, so much food for thought, so many words of wisdom. It's a really really great episode so grab yourself a cup of tea and get ready to enjoy remember if you enjoy this episode please take a screenshot tag me and post it to your stories so i can see and if you're a nail tech wanting to build and grow your skills and business you can get more from me at www.clogasmic.com hello everyone and welcome to the Clogasmic nail tech talks today i have the honor of talking to the incredible lily from lily taylor nails they are phenomenal let me tell you, I love how original they are, the work they do. They did these deconstructed Frenchies that I'm a little bit obsessed with. So I cannot wait to talk to them. So for people who do not know you, hello, Lily. How are you? Hello. Well, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like blushing halfway across the world. Um, I'm very well. I'm doing just fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm actually really excited because it was a dream of mine to, you were on my list, you were on my hit list of people to talk to um, and just to talk to people from all over the world. And you've always inspired me just with your creativity and just how you work. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. I want you to oh, do all gee, the talking. Wow. Um, so no, gosh. please I can do that. That's no, no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So please tell us a little bit about your nail journey. Where are you from and how did you get into nails? uh, Okay, so where am I from? Well, I'm from New Zealand. Um, I'm from Aotearoa, which is not where I live now. So most people just think, like people in the UK and other nail people that I connect with online all just assume I'm from Australia and I'm Australian because to you all, my voice just sounds like an Australian voice, but (laughs) this is actually a New Zealand voice. That's so cool. (laughs) So I'm from New Zealand, yeah, I, I grew up on um, kind of just the middle of nowhere-ish, I suppose. It's a um, little country area, sheep farm, very, uh, very different lifestyle to what I have now. Um, yeah. Big old family, lots of brothers and sisters. Oh, and um, yeah, I'm the only one that sort of escaped and lived in a big city. And they're all sort of happy living the, the, the smaller area lifestyle, yeah. which is brilliant. We all know we, what we like. Um, yeah. uh, yeah. Nail journey, that's a, that's a great question, I think. Hmm. I was always, I was like the theatre kid, right? So I was the singing and the dancing and the this and the that. Mum put me into drama class when I was really little to be more confident around adults because um, I was pretty sort of in a bit of a bubble on the farm and didn't like to talk to many people. Um, and so I then got praised for being so good at drama. And then drama, when you grow up as a theatre kid, I think for me, I got really good at fiddly things. So like costumey, makeupy stuff Amazing. like that so yeah. I think I always had that skill developed um uh, and my mum loved makeup as well so I was always watching her do that and so fiddly little artistic stuff like that I really loved and mm. um on a small scale especially like sewing and things like that it fascinated me and when I was at university for drama I went to drama school <laughs> performing <laughs> art school sing and dance and the whole shebang blah 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 um, I really got into just painting my nails. Um, mm. I was no, I'm by no means a professional. This is about, uh, what, 10, 12 years ago. 
Um, and I would just paint my nails with regular old nail lacquer you can buy from any old chemist. And I loved having my nails painted, but I got so sick of just plain nails. I thought it was tedious to have just one color. So I'd buy little brushes and just paint my nails and did my friends and then got better and better because I was obsessed and did them every day. And I guess one thing leads to another and then I turned it into my job somehow, but there's a lot between then and now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose that's how I started. It was just a real hobby that I liked doing and figured out one day that I could probably make money from it. Yeah, that is so cool. I, first of all, just want to say as well, I love that you were bold enough to just go and live somewhere else. That always hugely inspires <laughs> me. Um, Jovan's mum's like that. So um, Jovan was born in Jamaica. They all lived in Jamaica and she came over here just on her own, super young. And yeah, yeah. Like, thank thank goodness she did because I never would have had um, like my partner in my life if she didn't. But I just think that's so oh, bold. Cool. I just love, love that. I definitely want to try and live somewhere else one day. So, oh, so thank good. you so much. <laughs> no, that's cool. So was it a dream of yours to always work for yourself or did that just kind of happen? Um, no, it, I, I wouldn't say it was. Um, it's become slowly more and more of a thing that I realised I ought to do and mm-hmm. that I've, I, I've, it slowly dawned on me that I'd be happier doing it this mm-hmm. way. Um, but if you asked me five, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, do you want to work for yourself I would, or be my own boss? I, that would just stress me out. It would be oh, too anxious. I'd be like, I don't know how to deal with this. It's just so much easier going to work, getting paid, going home, leaving it at, leaving it at work and just yeah. cut and dry and done. It's so, so much less stress and admin and worry. Um, but there's a pros and cons to everything in this world, I suppose. And so it doesn't matter which side it is. There's always going to be the downside and the plus side. But I found as I got a little older and went from salon to salon uh, that it was just it was just becoming more and more evident that I needed to just do it for myself. Um, perhaps I'm a control freak and I just needed to be control in control of it all. <laughs> and, and I didn't I, I just didn't like being managed or something. I'm not sure, but um, it's hard to work in a salon. I think it's rare. I've had not many experiences. I have had some, so I'm not going to say they were all terrible experiences in salons that I've worked in because they weren't all, but I've, it, it's a rare thing to completely have a harmonious, completely well-oiled machine that is going to work um, really well in terms of management employees, because it's mm. always, a, it's usually a small business mm. and that's hard. And, um, if the people at the top, so the owners, the managers of the business aren't doing the job as well, there's a mm-hmm. disconnect. So it, the communication is not going to be great. Um, and if there is problems and you need to go to the top, that's the person there every day with you usually, which mm-hmm. is harder to deal with. It's all very well and good if I'm in a corporate environment with like 7,000 people in the building and I can speak to Joanne from HR and I never have to see her again in my life. Mm-hmm. to you know have an issue but you can't do that <laughs> so it's such an emotional time and tumultuous and uh it I guess I just wanted to do things my way yeah. and yeah the only way to do that is just go off and do it yourself yeah. you develop a formula of how you like to work and what you tolerate and what sort of clientele you tolerate um and what everything from the pricing to the environment to yeah just the really ethos of your little 
sell on or brand I suppose mm, yeah definitely I totally agree I think I can relate in a way that when I worked in a salon in my small town it's a really small town where I live um and I remember when it came to the point of me um wanting to sort of leave I, I got the chance to do London Fashion Week and I got the chance to leave but they couldn't give me the time off and I remember saying to my partner I love the dynamics of this salon I know that if I leave this salon I have to work for myself because I know how rare it is like, like you're saying to find yeah. a team of people and the dynamic that every day you know you're 100% happy in and you know like kudos to people who who do create that environment um I I do know what you mean because I definitely knew even before I left I was like if I leave (laughs) this is it I got I got to do it alone because I don't know I guess my pride I was like I can't leave and then come back like can I have my job back like so I was like if I leave I've got to leave yeah I know but you know when you're like oh I feel like I can't be like okay well if you if you're not gonna give me the time off then I'm gonna leave and then a week later, yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm back now. <laughs> can, can I go? Just kidding. I just really wanted to do that one thing. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. <home. laughs> yeah. So I was like, right, if I leave, I've got to leave because it's it's so rare to find that. So but I'm pleased you did. Yeah. I'm pleased you did. Um, I can tell your work, even if I don't see your Instagram handle, like I would know it is you. Um, <laughs> so where do you get your inspiration from? What inspires you? Oh. I don't I don't know it's <laughs> <laughs> a hard one for me because like I'm, I want to make up some crap answer like oh I just look at leaves outside and I get inspired but that's not true like I don't just wander around aimlessly like a music video and get inspired out of the blue nowhere but like I think I just things just, uh, it's like everyone just it's how you get ideas is going to be different for every person. So how am I supposed to um, like compare that to how someone else thinks of an idea? Um, maybe it's uh, subconscious the way I'm inspired. I see yeah. things and or dream things, and then they just um, appear in my brain at the right time. Mm. I get a lot of ideas when I'm just completely well. I think I'm completely thoughtless. Mm. You're in the shower. You're just about to go to sleep. You're having those sort of really lull periods where you think I'm just uh, my brain is I'm really trying to shut down here but obviously I'm not because I I get those ideas and I just write little things down in my phone um, Mm. notes and there's a whole list of like notes on my phone of nail ideas and I write stuff down in there and then I go back to it days later and often I can't decipher what I've written down which is hilarious I should get better at taking notes because it will just (laughs) say something like pearly outside lumpy in the middle with a bit of red but not red red sort of red but you know what I mean and then like a hoop through the middle around the outside and I'll be like I have no idea what that means but in the moment I knew what that meant so I I I don't know um I'm better when I I do something straight away yeah so like if I get an idea and I get down to it straight away because it's Mm -hmm. in my brain it's really um sort of concentrated the idea and I'm really in the mood to do it. But um, what inspires me, I guess, I just have to find a place where I'm not worried, not worrying, mm-hmm. not stressing. And if I can find that, then I will become inspired. Mm-hmm. I don't know what inspires ideas. Um, I guess it's anything from seeing textures, seeing patterns, seeing the way a finish is on a 
anything, a plate, a spoon, the carpet, whatever, you know, you might look at something and and be inspired to create a nail that looks nothing or feels nothing like what I looked at that inspired the idea. Because to me, inspiration isn't, I'm going to create something that looks exactly like that, Mm. which is why I always think it's funny when people write, I was inspired to do these nails by such and such is work on Instagram and but it's just a direct copy, which is fine. Mm. We can copy each other as long as we say, hey, thanks for the idea. I copied you. It's like, yeah, great. I love that. But sometimes inspiration doesn't have to look exactly like what it is. It's just Mm. a feeling you have or something. Mm. No, that just sounds waffly. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I I totally get what you mean. Totally. Because it's like I say to people sometimes as well, I love, like sometimes I've collaborated with different people before and I love Mm. it when we've got the same image but we've all come up with something totally different because our brain, like you yeah. say, you're not, you're not taking that image of say, like, I don't know, a, a checkered checkerboard carpet or something. You're yeah. not doing yeah. that thing. You're adding, someone's added a little bit of an ombre to it or somebody's done it on a tip or someone's done it. Like you, it's, mm. everyone has a different interpretation of something. So I love that. Totally get what you mean. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah, what, what makes us tick and what makes us inspired is all so uniquely individual that, I don't know if we can completely articulate it because yeah. we're not, you know, mm, mm. <laughs> and so, I can't articulate what I mean right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know, do you know, it's that, it's the unwritten like nail tech thing. Like yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I get what you're saying. I know people okay, will. Good, good, good. Um, two of the other ones of yours that pop into my head yeah. instantly when I think of you are the, mm-hmm. they were like a brownie color, like a, not brown like a like a wood sort of color and then you'd mm. carved out the center and had the little star charms in them oh yes yes, oh, yes, yes i yes. love those and the snake belly ones i think i watched that video oh, about, yes. about 4862 times like the, <laughs> the sound of it as well you know the one where you were doing like the sound the that's so funny because yeah the snake bellies took so long but I was just on an Instagram live doing swatching some new colors I had and then I was like hey while everyone's still there I'll just paint one of my pinkies and then I waffled along and made it was like let's add some more let's add some more texture let's do this let's do that and I was just completely in a bit of a zone and came up with that and I was like oh that's quite good actually so I redid it and did the video but I never planned to make those ones or look exactly like that it just sort of yeah. happened while I was talking to strangers on the internet it was weird <laughs> amazing so yeah, exactly what you weird. said though you just in that state of like creation yeah. so yeah love that. but it's funny because those those ones have both been both been good like really well received by people but they're completely different um experiences the, the snake belly ones is so labor intensive mm. and so like it takes a long time to do those ones so it's mm. not really a salon nail at all the other ones literally those ones were so it looks more complicated than it is, but it's just mm. like chop and shit up, yeah, yeah. chucking a thing in, done. <laughs> and then it's like, I was like, oh, I'll post these because I like the way it dangles, but I don't think they're that impressive. But then I guess people found them impressive anyway. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 100%. I love them. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> so you are a brand ambassador for the incredible the gel bottle so what are your three mm. must-have products from them that you couldn't live without i want mm. color names and everything i want all the juice oh. <laughs> oh lord well i might be boring because there are colors that i love of course from them 
it's all very well to make things look pretty, but it's pointless if it doesn't have longevity to it. Yeah. So some of my favorites that I reach for all the time, I've got to say probably my number one is, and it's such a uh, sort of almost bland seeming next to all the color, but it's the one called clear rubber top coat. Uh-huh. And it's funny because the first time I used that, I was like, oh, this is just another top coat. It's just a bit stronger than the other one. And then I opened it and it was so thick and gluggy, like a hard gel. I was like, what's the point of this? I can't brush this. This is just flawed. This is broken, this product. <laughs> I can't use it. But the thing is, like, you can use everything. There's, yeah. there's a use for everything. Um, but I love that product. It is so good. I love adding um, jewels and charms and stuff to nails. And I also love adding texture, which you know, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I love little bumps, ridges, blobs, anything 3D. And I rely on that a lot because it's so thick and gloopy. You can really manipulate it and get it to move as fast or as slow as you want to, depending on how much you heat it up first um, or not at all. Um, And it's, uh, yeah, I I just love that one. It's it's really good because it's nice and rubbery and it's the perfect thing to keep a a charm on the nail. So that's the one that's also the builder on a bottle. Any of those colors I love um, that that's really innovative. it does what it says it does. It just works if you use it well. Yeah. Uh, and favorite color? That changes every day. Like, how can you have a favorite color? But um, one of my favorites of all, like, the whole time, most of the time I've been a brand ambassador, has been one called Blue Hawaiian. Nice. Just because it's iridescent and shimmery and slightly sheer, and I love all those things. Nice. Love that. Um, and mm. what are your favorite looks to wear on yourself? Because I don't know if you're the same as me, but what I like to create, like mm. other people or for, for Instagram, I, I really enjoy the process of creating different things. But then what I would personally wear myself is sometimes like polar opposites. So what, what are your favorite sure. things to wear? Um, I think I am more on the other end from you in that I like doing what I like wearing. But sometimes I'm not in the mood to do it on myself because I'm absolutely spent and I can't fathom doing my own nails when I've just yeah. spent time doing other people's. But um, I love nails for me. I'm I'm not one of those nail techs that can just have nothing on their nails all the time um, and sacrifice that. Like kudos to those people because with just having like absolutely no nail product or like really short short nails all the time, even though they don't like them, just to do other people's nails. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Like at the moment, mine is short on this hand and this is the shortest, most plain I could possibly go. And it's kind of getting to me, to be honest. <laughs> but usually my favorite thing to do for me to wear is long and mm. square. Um, not coffin, um, but square. square. Um, I remember when I was little and I saw Dolly Parton with long and square nails and I just thought, oh, I'll be having that, please. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was so cool to me. Um, long and square nails just make me feel most myself Um, but in terms of designs and stuff yeah I guess I like doing for people what I like as well because I think I do best when I do what I love like what I like doing if if I like the design I'm probably going to do a good job for that person yeah whereas if they're like can you do a blah 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 and I'm like I personally my taste thinks that that is wrong town but hey, you're shaking the coin purse, so here, I'll do it for you. <laughs> I probably am not going to do as great a job as I would on something that I love to look at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally yeah. know what you mean. <laughs> I love that. It's so, so true. And I 
okay then so this is a little bit of a of a trickier question probably after what mm. you just said but if you had to wear then one plain color for the rest of your life it's not going to grow out though it's just going to look flawless all the time we're like breaking mm. nail laws here okay, 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 okay. <laughs> what would what would it be it can be long and square though <laughs> oh oh okay good that that <laughs> makes it a little bit better for sure that is so hard plain nails I got sick of plain nails in about one day at the very start. Um, <laughs> uh, it has, oh, gosh, I'd get sick of anything too. Oh, let's be honest, I get sick of anything. But um, I think I'll just have to say black. Oh, yes. Yeah, I totally know me like a classic, shiny. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, black yeah. or white. No, we'll just no. stick with black. Yeah, the I, first I choice is always the best one. So let's yeah. go there. Long, square, black. I'm seeing it. Yeah, definitely get that. Um, so you <laughs> built an, up an incredible Instagram profile and following of over thirty three thousand followers, which is amazing. And um, what advice would you have for other people out there listening who want to build and grow their social media pages? Uh, um, yeah, people do ask this a lot. Mm. Um, and I've asked this a lot of people many years ago who ha had lots of followers and I really admired them for that but it almost it's funny really because when I did ask those people I haven't done that for a long time I'd always be in so much admiration of that person because they had 30,000 followers or 60,000 followers or 200,000 followers and I thought they must be amazing but I've come to realize that's not true you can't look at somebody's follow account on Instagram and think that's indicative of their talent or creativity or yes. um, uh, what they're able to do, how inspiring they're going to be to you. It just means how popular their page has become. And mm -hmm. yes, a lot of the time that does mean they're going to be skilled and talented, but that doesn't mean that it's a ranking system. Um, mm -hmm. So I would give advice to techs that are trying to, focus on building numbers um, to sort of get that idea out of your head as fast as you can. And you can't just take that out of your head. That's, it would be great if you could just stop worrying about it. You can't stop worrying, but I suppose you just have to unpack that idea. However, is best for you. It's not, it can't be all about the numbers. Like I wish it was, but we're just this, this world we live in now with Instagram and TikTok and likes and stuff. It's, it really eats you up and it's really eaten me up in the past. And, I wish it didn't because the irony is, is I worry so much about, well, did probably used to more than now, used to worry about numbers, likes, followers, more, more, more. And in my worry, I was probably, sh you know, shooting myself in the foot and therefore yeah. not growing as fast as I could. Mm. The only way you're going to get people following you organically is to just find out what makes you, you, whether that's you engaging with, um, your clients in the education side of things just bantering with them or what art you like putting out there find out what makes you like what, what's uniquely you and just do that 100 percent, and just mm -hmm. do it unashamedly and that's the i guess that's the only way you can just organically attract people that you want to attract mm -hmm. um or you're going to attract you not everyone is going to get hundreds of thousands of followers it's just not realistic so don't, I, I, I would really encourage people to not think that that's the end goal. We don't need that many. It depends what your, your end goal is. If you want to just be, if you want to work in a salon, in your own salon and fill your books and 
that's that's the goal. You don't need a hundred thousand followers to do that. You don't need a hundred thousand clients. Yeah. Sure, it helps, and yeah, like it's spreading the joy and rah rah rah, and that could lead to other opportunities if you want them. But think of who you want to follow you. What sort of demographic? What sort of person? And give those people what you think they'll want Mm. and do what you like doing as I mentioned earlier because if you like it you're going to do better at it that's something I learned in singing back in the day at drama school if I hated the song that the teacher gave me for an assessment I'd be like oh I'm just going to do badly at this and they're like you have to find a way to love it that's your first that's your first uh, obstacle you just got to find a way to really enjoy this Mm. and then figure the rest of it out Um, and you know what Maybe social media and Instagram ain't for you. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, I suppose, Instagram but, mm. and, and social media. But I think you just have to do what you like doing. Just put out there what you'd like to do. Mm. Don't worry so much about fiddly little detail. I think of things I used to stress and worry about on Instagram that now I'm like, oh, my God, Lily, like, who cares? I used to spend so long looking at my photos and where to put the watermark that just said like my handle. Yes. Where do I put it? Where's it going to look best? And uh, like minutes and minutes and minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour later, and I'm like, oh, does it look better? And I'd have 10 different options. Now I'm like, no one, no one minds. Like, That's so sweet. yeah, I, get, I don't know if you can surmise any totally can like everything you've said this is exactly what I want from this podcast I just want to have real conversations with people because things that you've said there make so much sense and it's things I've sort of gone over for as well and I love that bit you said about like the likes and like like a ranking like a ranking system it's it's nonsense it so shouldn't be like that something I said as well like there are now texts you know, just the way of the world, there are nail techs that aren't even nail techs yet, right? <laughs> so people who haven't even started doing nails yet, who are going to be next level phenomenal, right? But at this moment in time, they mm. aren't even on Instagram, but that doesn't mean that they're not good at what they do, or mm. they're not going to be amazing. the next big yeah. thing or amazing, or, you know, you can't judge. And, and sometimes as well, I think with, um, you know, I know I've, I've followed you for a long time, and I think you've been consistent. You're, you know, you consistently post incredible looks that are something new and something different I think sometimes it depends on the part of the journey you're at as well like you can't judge your beginning with someone who's been in the industry for 10 years and creating for for that long like don't let that make you feel like you're not good enough because you totally are good enough you just you know at the beginning like there's things in life I want to do like I always say I want to just do art as art I want to get like canvases and just paint and do stuff but that's still like new Mm, to me so mm. if I started a new Instagram page starting from the beginning but I'd like to think that I could still get to the point where like I'm I'm good at it and I'm enjoying Mm. it but it you can't judge yourself on on that so I love what you've said I think that will really really resonate with people and it's so true I think Instagram and social media it's like a blessing and a curse isn't it all wrapped up in a nice little uh, (laughs) little bubble yeah it is yeah. You just can't get bogged down by it. If, yeah, it's hard. It's hard yeah. though. It is hard, yeah. And I think as well, it's like trying to remember why you started in the first place because I don't think anybody out there starts nails to have mm. a big following on, on a social media platform. You start because you love it. So 
keep mm-hmm. like you said find what it is that makes you happy keep loving it keep going just enjoy it right enjoy the journey I feel like that's you know that's it yeah, yeah. definitely love that so as you know as well mm-hmm. I'm all about mindset and positivity as well as the now side of things so do you have any tips for people for creating a healthy work-life balance because I feel like now in this day and age we all need oh. all the advice from each other <laughs> yeah that's a tricky one mm-hmm. that's a tricky one especially if you work for yourself um especially like I I just have me to worry about especially I'm sure for those who have staff as well Mm -hmm. that's that's another element to it as well work-life balance I guess you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere you just have to and don't get pushed past it Mm -hmm. um and often it's not the clients pushing us urging us to go past the line in the sand it's us we're thinking, oh yeah, I'll just I'll just bend and like I'll, I'll just extend that day a little bit more, and I'll just do more there, more there, more there because we're just sort of hardwired now to achieve more and more and more and more. Whether it's more money, more followers, more whatever it is, more clients through the door. But like, I suppose you have to think about at what cost is that coming? Like at the end of the week, would I pay? the amount of money I gained on those four extra clients I pushed myself to do. Would I pay that dollar amount to have that time to myself? Sometimes, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> I would pay that money. I would spend that money on a therapist anyway. Like, so, yeah. Um, you got, I think for me, I just have to set my working hours and don't be pushed past them. Mm-hmm. Um, act as though, I guess, I, ju- I would probably take this uh, try and put myself in the, the frame of mind of an employee of someone else's when I was working in a salon I just wasn't allowed to go past certain lines because mm. my job was at stake if I did that if I broke rules I'm not going to break rules whereas now I'm in control of the rules so I know they're a bit more malleable but no I'm just going to try and imagine as though those are still rules that I still have to stick by um, <laughs> so try and think a bit more of myself like an employee in that sense like I don't want to get in trouble with my boss, who is also me, though, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I, I guess, yeah, some clients want to try it with you, you know. You get asked all sorts of random stuff. Oh, what are you doing that night, though? Oh, you, do you have plans or are you just going home? When they ask things like that, you're like, well, like, don't be bullied into yeah. uh, just extending yourself past what you think. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If, if in doubt... Just tell a little white lie. Yeah. That doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say it to a client. If you're really struggling, I'm pretty good at just saying it like it is and saying, yeah. no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do that. But if you have to say, no, I can't ex- like double the nail out time for you tonight, um, Barbara, because I have a dinner to go do. Yeah. Fine. Done. You might not. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> But dinner to Whatever. go to like, could mean dinner at home on your own. That's still dinner to go to. Yeah, you still have dinner true. to go to. You're yeah. not exactly lying, is it? Yeah, yeah. I've got a very important thing to go to with some very important people. And that might just be you yes, at home. But 100%. that's just important. <laughs> Definitely. And I, yeah. And I guess just turning the phone off, turning your work Instagram off, not looking at it past a certain time. Yeah. Um, and maybe get, I've been, oh, I'm really bad at this at the moment because I just think, 
I'm better at just doing it in the moment. If I read a message, I think, okay, I'll just sort that out now, even though it's 1 a.m. But I have been better at just replying to clients saying just something really small, like you can save an auto phrase in there, like have read, will respond later or something like that. You can set those things up and then you just mark that message as unread or you flag it to do another time. Yeah. Just put it out of the way. Just push it. Like don't, don't mingle it because you're yeah. never going to get quality rest if you're answering messages and doing bits and pieces when you're supposed to be just sitting there throwing food in the vague direction of your head. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so do you have any advice as well for nail techs? Um, on tough days, if they're like struggling with um, creativity or motivation or sort yeah. of doubting themselves or their skills or things like that, do you have like a piece of advice that someone gave to you that you could pass forward or something that helps you? Uh, yeah, well, gosh, this is so relatable to me because I'm... I look at myself as a, just a bundle of worry all the time. I've always been like doubting myself, thinking I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not as good as this person, that person, this person. I'm not clever enough. Oh, that was bad. I'm so critical of myself. So, so critical, more so than most people would assume, I think. Uh, so it seems like <laughs> I'm like trying to, I sort of in one way, I feel like I'm a bad person to ask, but maybe that makes me good to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you when you're stressed and bogged down, especially when you've got a lack of inspiration, like you've maybe hit a wall, a creative mm -hmm. wall, which I do all the time. Yeah. I'm always hitting a wall thinking, I'm coming up with nothing. I don't, I don't know. You just have to sit in it. Like one, like you're never going to push past that. Mm. Like what, what like psychologist has ever told someone who said, oh, I'm anxious who has ever said to them oh just push through that for now or just get over it for now or just push that to one side mm -hmm. or just charge on through so we can get through it no that doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> like that so if you're stressed worried anxious and you're coming up with nothing just do nothing just sit in it and just put it to the side and just it'll come yeah. just relax do something else do something you enjoy doing that isn't work mm -hmm. And it, it will come. It, it always does, even though in the moment you feel like it's never going to come. Mm. It does come back. And if you're in, and I know that sounds like unrealistic in some settings, i.e. you're in the salon and someone said, just do whatever you want. I really am excited about getting the best nails of my life. But you, you do you. And then you're having one of those moments, you know, where you're just, oh, yeah. mind block. I can't think of anything. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just do something. That you've done before that you know yeah. really works yeah so just true. just do the the tried and true something you don't have to think so much but you know is going to be good and effective that you can do do your signature people have signatures for a reason because you see people doing 10 a week of this certain design mm -hmm. fair enough mm -hmm. you do you yeah. like <laughs> it's like actors getting typecast yeah they're good at it yeah. they're making money who cares yeah like, <laughs> Go back to that thing you know that you know in your bones, like the back of your hand. There's no mm -hmm. problem with doing that. Um, I, and I suppose in terms of uh, worrying about you versus the rest of the industry, <laughs> it sounds so silly because when you're really worried, um, 
it might not make so much sense, but just realize that it's it's just nails. (laughs) No one's going to die, you know? Mm-hmm. If you have to cancel someone's appointment, they nothing nothing terrible is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you have to cancel your whole day or your whole week, even your whole month, that sounds barbaric because a part of my brain right now, if I had to cancel my whole month, yeah, that's a lot of admin, that's a lot of stress. I feel like I'm letting a lot of people down. But do you know at the end of the day, I'll probably be all right. Mm-hmm. They'll be all right. No one's, no, <laughs> nothing's going to, nothing terrible is going to happen. That sounds pretty extreme to like cancel a whole month of clients. No one would really need to do that. But sometimes you you just have to do that without any warning. Mm. So if you get to control that a little bit every now and then, do it if you feel like you need to. If you don't pick and choose a couple of spots here and there to stop and relax, life is going to pick one of those times for you and it's not going to be convenient. Yeah, yeah. It'll be at the worst time. Mm-hmm. So if you don't pick some slow down, relax time for yourself, fate, life, universe, whatever you want to say, is going to pick it for you. And it's going to be at the worst time because Murphy's Law, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and it's going to be 10 times worse to manage. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that's so good, like, just to have these conversations with people. And thank you for being so transparent about that as well, because I'm the same. Like, you know, people say to me, oh, <clears throat> You, you seem so positive all the time and I'm like okay I, I try I try but you know I'd be lying if I said I didn't have moments where you are full of you know I am full of worry and I do you do feel anxious and you do overthink things and you worry and you doubt yourself and you doubt your skills and I think it's just great if we can have these conversations because I think sometimes as soon as we all realize that it's, it's normal to have those moments yeah. like yeah. it's almost like yeah. we people panic like oh no I'm I'm feeling worried or I'm feeling oh I can't do it and you you're so we get so in our heads that we end up blocking ourselves even more like just take a mm. second know that it's okay have a breather yeah. stop or like you were saying with like the content sometimes and having like a block oh my gosh the amount of times that I'm like yeah. and it's almost like a, a joke that I don't know like you say fate or universal ever plays on me where I'm like this week on Thursday at one o'clock I mm. am going to create yeah. some content and I come up here yeah. and I sit here and then and then it's like like you say I'm in I'm in the shower or I'm at the farm with my little boy and I'm like oh maybe I should put you know fuchsia pink with a neon orange and add some of it and I'm like why Mm. am I thinking about this now why didn't I not think about this when I had the time booked Mm. out but like you say I think just giving yourself some grace and being kind to ourselves is it's just huge isn't it so you got to because (sighs) Social media plays a huge part in this industry, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. slash fortunately at the same time. And we just get um, dealt out this perfection. I'm doing the averted commas for everyone that can't see me. (laughs) This flawless situation, these flawless jobs, flawless nails, it's not real. Like perfection Mm -hmm. isn't a real thing. If you keep trying to find something that doesn't exist, You'll just stress yourself until you don't want to do it anymore. Like stress and worry, anxiety, getting um, tired, hitting a wall, a creative, um, hitting a creative block. That's part of the human experience, especially for a creative person. If that's not happening, I'd almost start to, you know, that would be a worry. Yes, <laughs> Ironically. yes. Um, but 100%. there's just so much uh, nail there's so much nail internet that is so insidious 
because it tries or it, it, yeah it, it serves up this sort of veil which sort of blinds people to the reality of the industry which is that it's human beings that are yes. flawed doing these things and when you go for a salon experience when someone goes there I, I can't I, I'm not a perfect I'm not perfect I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm an R and I'm gonna swear and I'm gonna mm. need to go to the toilet halfway through and I'm gonna run a little bit late or I'm gonna, not be, gonna be able to come up with the perfect option for them or I'm not gonna be able to do what they want in that time frame salon nails are not Instagram nails most mm -hmm. of the time mm-hmm People pick and choose what they put there. It's not the same thing. It's just mm -hmm. not. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing for newbies um, to to remember. hundred percent. Yeah. As well, and that you can say no. Like I remember when I had my salon, there were so many times yeah. when people would come in, and at the beginning, I would, you know, if people came in with a picture, I would feel pressure to like, oh my goodness, okay, I need to. Yeah. Say, like, and then all of a sudden, one day, I was like, no, actually, I can say. No, not today. <laughs> I'm not doing that today. We You're allowed. Yeah, you can say no. Like, we can do it another time, but I'm going to need a bigger time slot and I'm going to need time yeah, to figure out yeah. how to do that look or whatever. Like, you yeah, know, the Instagram yeah. looks that you see aren't done in half an hour. Um, you know, no, in a salon. A lot scene. of them. Yeah. You look at most of the things on my Instagram, most of them are long, long nail uh, time slots in the salon or just things I would refuse, flat, flat out refuse to do in a salon setting. Yeah. They're just not practical to do. And I wouldn't be able to make in, enough money off. I'm not going to, someone can't sit there for 10 hours while I do their nails. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When are we going to eat? I'm all about the food. Like, we can't do this. I need to eat. Yeah. We need we need snack breaks yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's Damn. nail art. There's, there's art. And then there's salon services, beauty industry services. Yeah. And if it's a Venn diagram, there is a crossover. We're mm -hmm. in the middle. They can bleed together. And I try to do that for people. But there's extremes, so. Yeah, love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's so important. So happy we touched on that one. So who inspires mm -hmm. you? It doesn't have to be um, anybody nail-related, mm -hmm. but who who are your inspirations? I am inspired by, oh, go, gosh, good question. Mm -hmm. I there's not, like, one particular like nail person in the world that inspires me because I've never really tried to model myself off someone else or anything mm. in terms of nails or strive to be like someone else even though it's tempting sometimes mm. um this might sound a bit cheesy and corny but one of my inspirations is my little sister she's not a nail person she's not an artist She's well, she has an artistic side to her, but it's not really a major part of her life. But she's just a very young mum of twin baby boys who is wow. studying to become a midwife. And I wow. just have no idea how she wow. just trundles along and just does things with an attitude that most of the time is so good. And when I say the attitude is good, I don't mean she's just always positive and always just lighthearted and, um, always letting water run off the duck's back that is a lot of the time for her but she's just real and she yeah. says it like it is and she's unapologetic and she's not rude she's not abrasive but she's real and she's positive most of the time mm. she just gets stuff done and I'm like oh and she just doesn't seem scared of stuff like I do 
and I'm inspired by that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. I love that. You definitely have to get to listen to this because that would be so lovely to hear. Yeah, yeah, I should. I will. Definitely. Um, so what are your top tips for anybody who wants to start out in the industry? And I'm going to combine this, actually. We had um, a question on Instagram. Mm. I thought it was a good one. Um, okay. And somebody said, do you think it's best to, she wants to start, do you think it's best to get mm. certified or just start practicing and doing like um, at home training? So finding tutorials and things online. Sure. Well, firstly, just to, as a disclaimer, it depends where you are in the world. So if you mm. want to actually work as a professional, I can't answer that for every country and every area and every district and stuff. So there are different rules that apply. So I'm not sure about where you live. And so if you want a job in a salon, maybe it's the rules in, in that um, council area or whatever it be called that you do need a certification. So I don't know. You need to check that first. But for example, like here in Australia, you technically don't need any formal qualification to be a working nail uh, nail technician mm. or nail artist, whatever you want to call yourself. You can get a job in a salon and just get trained on the spot or just have a lot of practice yourself. A lot of people do go to nail school or do a beauty course or something like that where they touch on nails. But the thing is, I've had a job where I've been, the, a couple of jobs where I've been the manager of a nail salon and training people and stuff and it's not always the ones who have the really fancy school um, certification that are the best workers or the best nail artists or the best nail technicians um, there's a lot that makes up a good nail technician though and it's not just technical skill I would say keeping in mind what we've talked about before and not getting bogged down about perfection because that doesn't exist just realize you're never going to hit a point where you've done it and you've made it and you can just plateau here and then carry on for the rest of your career doing that. Mm. I, d I don't think that that's a helpful way to look at it. And a lot of people that I've come across do think like that. They've worked for a long time and I'm always so excited to learn off them. But I think the main flaw in a lot of people I've met is that they think they're the best they can be mm. and I don't think anyone like ever just peaks and can't go up from there mm. do you know what I mean you can mm. always get do more yeah. um however that looks to you whatever image you want to make it whether it's going up or um like broadening your skills you can always keep moving forward um so just thinking I've settled I've done it all I think a thing to keep in mind is that you're always going to learn from other people. You're always going to learn from more classes that you can do, even if you're, you know, an expert, you're a master, you've got a lot of Instagram followers, whatever it is, you can always learn from anybody. Mm -hmm. Someone who's worked in the industry for 30 years, has 100,000 followers, um, is really good at doing this, that and the other, can learn something from someone who's just come out of nail school yeah. and isn't very good yet at doing nails you can Definitely. We, we can all learn something from one another um so i think yeah keep that in mind keep keep that realistic sort of goal in mind that you you'll never just you can always just keep striving to get better and with that to answer the original question so for some people that's doing formal training and for some people that's not because we're all different 
Some of us don't learn very well in a pressure cooker that can sometimes be like a beauty school environment. Mm -hmm. It can be hard. It, it can be a not very healthy way to learn sometimes for some people. Some people, it just doesn't work the way. Like their, their learning style is so different to what that one particular teacher is serving out. So fair enough. Maybe you do do something where you just do short courses with different people all over the place and learn and teach yourself. At the end of the day, you're just going to get out of this what you put into it. And that's including nail school. There, you can do the same course as the person sitting next to you, but have a completely different skill set because you're taking it way more seriously and practicing at home a lot. So if you really want to be good at it, you will be. Whatever way around you do it, to be honest. And if you if you're not happy with where you are just keep going it's a you're always going to get better and you just have to remember you're the best you've ever been today but you're the worst you'll ever be does that make sense yeah 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 definitely going forward yeah definitely yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um yeah so i guess yeah but practice practice makes perfect sounds tedious i know and everyone says it but it takes hours and hours and hours sometimes and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. Mm. One good piece of nail uh, advice for nails, particularly with nail arcs, people say, what's your best nail art tip? And they think I'm going to tell them something about a brush or a product or a, a shortcut hack that's going to make nail art really easy. I don't really think you can teach nail art so well. You can teach technical skills that are little shortcuts and easy, but I can't teach someone how to be creative and do what they like the best mm-hmm. really well. Like, that's for you to figure out. But I think, well, for me, pay attention, practice a lot by yourself and do things, even if you don't know if it's going to work or you don't know what you're trying to do. Just start and play around and think, I have no idea what I'm doing here, but I'm just doing it. I did so much of that. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> pay attention, make, and, and just realize there's going to be so many mistakes. Yes. And in that, pay attention to what happened. Pay attention to why the mistake happened and, un, and and work backwards. Think, okay, this has happened because I did this, this, and this. If you just dismiss a mistake and think, oh, well, that didn't work, that's just wasting a lesson straight, straight away. Mm-hmm. Look at why what wasn't supposed to happen happened because that will probably help you when you want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a weird chemistry thing that happened and it made a weird effect happen. You could use that somewhere else perhaps. Like there's always a lesson in a mistake, I think. Yes, I love that. Honestly, I feel like as I'm listening to you talk, there's so many incredible things that you say that I can title this podcast because I always like take something that people say like as a quote, yeah. as the title, and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. This is so good. This you're sharing so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, so it just feels like I'm waffling away, but okay. no, you're not. <laughs> but I think that's it. Like that's the beauty in doing these things is like we sometimes take the way we, you know, the way we are for granted and we just Mm. talk but there's so much that you've said today that I know will be Mm. so valuable to people um Mm. so are is there anything you wish you knew before you started out as a nail tech so what would you tell your younger self that was just about to start that you've you sort of learned after being in the industry for a while Mm. I would say I mean obviously the things we've already talked about but yeah a hard one because on one hand I want to say I wouldn't do anything differently because we all 
are who we are because of everything that's happened beforehand. And everything that's happened was supposed to have happened because there's literally no other choice. That's just mm. the hand that life has dealt us. And there's always a good side to everything. And we figure those things out in time. Um, but I, if I could tell myself something, I would probably say, don't give people what you think they want. Just do what you want to do. Just do what you like doing. Do what you think is pretty. Because as odd and as weird and as secluded and as, um, you know, individual as I am, a person just living in the margins who thinks no one else out there is like me, especially like in the nail industry, but in general, that's not true. There are people like me and there are people that will enjoy what I enjoy. So do what I want to do. Don't just dish out what I think people want from me or expect mm -hmm. from me. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. so much. Yeah. And honestly, I know you inspire so many people out there with your work and how you are. And even talking to you today, how just honest and open you are. I just, I just love it so much. So thank you for being you. Keep being you and keep creating what you create, how you create it, because yeah, oh. I want to watch your videos 4,862 times like I did the <laughs> snake belly one. So <laughs> keep them coming. <laughs> um, and I'll what try, I'll try. Thank you. That's so lovely. <laughs> no pressure, though. And I'm not putting any pressure on no, you. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, whatever you are ready to create, I'm here to view all the times. Um, what Thank you are, so much. Oh, what are your goals for the future? If you have anything you would be open to sharing with us. Yeah, my goals. My goals, uh, I'm still continuing continuing on to finding that good work-life balance. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody kind of is. It's, it's, it's like a juggling act. So it's, it's never going to be ideal. There's always a spanner in the works, but striving towards that. Mm -hmm. um, but a couple of things that I'd like to do would be to uh, get more into the teaching side of things, how in that could feel, that could look uh, different uh, in many different ways. I mean, so perhaps just online classes or in-person nail art classes and stuff. That's something I've done a little of in terms of training new staff here and there and bits and pieces like the odd Instagram class or whatever, but maybe do, doing something, setting something up, uh, more of a process around that to to teach people stuff because I like uh, I like that and I think I'm good at it I think I can make things I think I can uh, explain things to a wide variety of um, styles of learning wide variety of people and I like seeing people get the hang of things and I like seeing people take what I tell them and spin it into something else that I would never have thought of and mostly I like how much I learn about nails when I teach someone, I think you learn most about what you do when you teach someone else how to do it. So mm. I, I would like to start getting into that. Yeah. But I need to, I need to really get into that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You'd be amazing at that. Definitely. Um, and where, before we finish, where's the best place for people to find you? Please tell us, is Instagram kind of your main? I guess it is. It just turned out to be the main platform in terms of my nails. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, I try not to use too many of them. I got a TikTok, but I hardly ever use it really. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm try, I tried, you know, to keep I up see. with the kids, but mostly I just like watch TikToks, to be Tell fair. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm like, I want to get good at TikTok. And then every time I try and do a TikTok, it just makes me feel like I'm about 5,000 years old and I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm like, do you know what? Well, I like Instagram. I'm just I try to do the um like the lip syncs and I never get it right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know what? I, no, Chantel, stick, like you say, I know what I like. I know what I like to create. <laughs> Stick to that, but I love to enjoy TikTok. Yeah, but there's a way for you to like do well on TikTok if you really wanted to, because there's no one formula. Just whatever you succeed at on Instagram, I'm sure there's a way that that can work on TikTok as well. Um, And I suppose it's the same for me, but I just, uh, gosh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have to take to create stuff. Um, But I guess yeah, my Instagram, which is Lily Taylor Nail, is the main place um, to find me. Amazing. And I'll pop the link in the show notes to this, guys. You can literally scroll down, you can click the link and it will take you straight to Lily's page. Um, But thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm so grateful. Oh, of course. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. I hope I don't talk too much. Um, no. I tend to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were perfect. We need people who, who want to have a good chat on the podcast. So you were perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening, everyone. You're so welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's actually been a little while, guys. I've had this um, episode on my computer and I've just finished the editing now to get it out on Monday for you guys. And I'm just smiling all over again. There's so much to learn in our industry in terms of like the practical uh, steps and how to create a good nail overlay and how to get things to last. But there's so, so much to learn in terms of setting boundaries, looking after yourself knowing your worth, knowing what you want out of your career. And I just feel like Lily spoke about it just perfectly. So yeah, thank you again. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will catch you next week. Again, remember if you're a nail tech and you want help building and growing your business, your nail art skills, and just some advice about nails, you can get more from me at www.clogasmic.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and post it to your stories.